Here we are, week two, season two, or episode two, season two. I screwed that up already. Um, so I thought last week we did a pretty good job on that episode, but the one thing we didn't do at all was plug the podcast. Um, so if you're watching, please go um, to our Facebook page, our YouTube channel, um, and we are now available anywhere where you listen to your podcast. You should be able to find us. Um, I'm not sure that was the case last year, but we are on Spotify um, and all the other ones. I don't know all the names of them. Um, so like, subscribe, and feel free to comment as well. Do you have anything to add, Steve? No. All right. Last so week we talked fantasy football. What are we talking about this week? This week we're talking NFL future bets. Awesome. Um, so let's start with odds to win the Super Bowl. Well, what are we going to talk about? Do we want to kind of lay out the different categories that we're just going to talk about before we get into it? So we're going to talk a little bit about Super Bowl winners. Go ahead, Steve. Super Bowl winners. Who's uh, We're going to look at the divisions and the odds to win for teams to win the division this year. Um, <clears throat> we're also going to look at win totals. Uh, for each team, which is a popular thing that people like to uh, wager on. And then we'll get into player props that Jacqueline and I have been studying um, all off season <laughs> for your uh, betting enjoyment. All right. So odds to win the Super Bowl. Um, the only thing I have here is I think you, you got to maybe put a play on Tampa Bay. To run it back? Tom Terrific two when? years in a row? I honestly didn't think he would do it last year, so. I did, but I'm not sure about this year. I worry about him getting up in age. I mean, I know he had a lot to prove, and the one thing I do like is they seem to put it together at the end of the season, so where could they go? But in the back of my mind, you always got to worry about, you know, how old is Tom getting? You know, how old is he now, 43? I think he's 44. 44. Um, so it's got to be a concern. I, I'm not going to – I wagered on Tampa Bay before the season last year, and clearly they won. We gave you that pick here. Um, I'm not going to wager on Tampa Bay this year, even though I think they're they're going to score a lot of points and have a lot of wins. All right. So who are you betting on? Well, I'm looking at value, right? So there's like obviously there's the Kansas City, but you're not going to get uh, too great of odds. Um, the the lowest odds I'm looking at is the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they were at the two seed and they've progressed um, the last couple of years with Josh Allen. He's getting stronger. So at eleven to one, I like the Bills. What about the Rams? <laughs> I have three one. teams written down. The Rams are also one from the NFC. They're the only NFC team that I like. Um, at sixteen to one, I think the odds are really good. Uh, we talked about the last podcast, but uh, Matthew Stafford coming into Los Angeles and replacing Golf as quarterback. We, uh, you know, both of us are on the same page. We re- we really like the Rams and Stafford. So at sixteen to one, I'm big on the Rams. You too. Um, I mean, it might be worth a play. I have them 12 to one here though. All right. Do you have any other teams that you want to talk about? Um, Titans at 20 to one. It's worth a flyer. <laughs> They're the third team I have written down. 
I have 28 to one. Um, so I guess it depends on where you're putting it in at this time. But a Titans at 28 to one. I really like the acquisition of Julio Jones. If he can stay healthy uh, with him and um, AJ on the other side and Henry running the ball. I, I think Tennessee is a strong play. Good odds. Okay. Anything so we else? seem to be on the same page there, right? You like the Bills. I know you like the Bills, right? Um, I like the Bills, but after like I was high on them last year, it's not and the then value, you know, it's not. They ran into Kansas City and they just got outplayed. So I guess I just don't have confidence <laughs> that they can make it that far. Well, I think you know the progression of the quarterback is key there. If you can continue to get better. All right, you want to talk about the divisions? Um, sure. All right. So I don't know what order you have them in, but the first I'll on, go anywhere you go. First on my list is the AFC East, uh, which is the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. So to me, I think it's a pretty safe bet that the Bills would win the AFC East. I have the Bills as well. It's minus one fifty five. It's the second to worst odds of anyone that I'm really going to call out here from because we're lo- also we talked about looking at value. So I'm not just going to sit here and give you all the favorites, but they're. The Bills, I don't I wouldn't bet anybody else in that division. Well, I mean, here's the thing with future bets. Like you're putting up your money now, you gotta wait 18 weeks um or longer for it to come through. So um, less than even money. Yeah. Um there's so others I think we're you, gonna get into that I would rather have money on just because the odds are better. Go for either bets that you think are pretty safe or maybe to take some chances on some long shot odds. You wanna just stay in the AFC? Run through the AFC. Um, all right, so the AFC North is next on the list. I don't have much to say there. You know, I have nothing to say there. Ravens, Browns, Steelers, Bengals. I think that's kind of open. Um, the only thing I'd say is I really don't like the Ravens' chances to win the division this year. I mean, the Steelers are plus 440. So, I mean, there's some value there. Um, but I don't have that much confidence that they're going to be that good last year. I think they benefited from a very easy schedule last year. Um, I think it's going to be tougher for him this year. So how much do you want to get into the South? Cause I guess we're both saying Tennessee, if we both like them, you know, to play for a win at the Super Bowl. So, okay. AFC South, you have the Titans, Colts, Jags, Texans. It's yeah, so really, you're so, talking Colts or Tennessee. And I guess that depends what you think with happens with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, because otherwise I don't see how the Titans don't win that division. Well, I think you could have a great performance by Carson Wentz and the Colts, and they're still edged out by Tennessee, which is what I think is going to happen. So, um, again, it's not that strong of a pit. It's kind of a coin flip, I guess, heading into the season between the Colts and Tennessee. It's not something I, I, I like Tennessee there, but I'd rather have my money on them to win the Super Bowl just because the odds are so much better. Okay. All right. So next up, you have the AFC West, which is the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. So, I mean, the odds on the Chiefs are minus 290. I mean, I'm not going to put money on that. Yeah, but that's the only place I would go, right? Uh, I mean, you, I don't know. I mean, the Chargers. You look at the Chargers. Maybe. That's really the only other. Could have a shot. Head. But yeah, I mean, I think. But I don't like the Chargers. I mean, this is probably the Chiefs year because the salary cap's going to catch up to them pretty soon. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's move on to the NFC, dear. Do you want to talk about the NFC East, the Cowboys, the Washington football team, the Eagles, and the Giants? Yeah, I do have a philosophy. I feel strong about the East. Um, I think it's really good value here because when you look at the NFC East for the last 16 years, 
uh, no team has won back-to-back titles. The last team to do it were the Eagles in, I believe it was 02 and 03, uh, or 03 and 04, and they had won in 02 and 01. Uh, so they won four division titles in a row. But anyway, I digress. I, I, so Washington won a division last year. If you believe in that philosophy, they, you know, clearly play the trends. Nobody's won back to back in the last 16 years. You take Washington out. Um, and I can see a world where, you know, Dak's struggling with the shoulder injury. Um, I don't think Dallas is that strong. I don't think they've done enough to address the holes in their defense. And New York seems to have. Well, they brought in Dan Quinn as their defensive coordinator. Yeah, I'm not that impressed. (laughs) That was sarcasm, (laughs) by the way. And the Giants, I mean, they have holes in the running game, and that's really what they needed to fix. They needed an offensive line to keep the rush out of Daniel Jones's face and be able to create holes for Saquon Barkley um, in the running game. And I just, the Eagles are the fourth team odds wise in the division I mean, that's it's plus 625 i really like the eagles chances to win uh because i think everybody's the the easy pick here is washington with fitzpatrick coming back but you know is fitzpatrick's getting long in the tooth as well and you know maybe he's getting older and wiser rush well i you know i i worry about him breaking down and then where are they at so you know but just take them out i'm not even talking about washington because i believe in that you don't win back to back there's many times well, hasn't the Chiefs won back-to-back? I'm just talking about the NFC East. Okay. I'm not talking oh, about divisions okay. I didn't know that. in general. Specifically the <laughs> NFC East. No NFC East team has won back-to-back division titles in 16 years. Hmm. So that's why I'm taking them out. I don't like Dallas or the Giants have not impressed me. I mean, you're getting a look in hard knocks. We're watching hard knocks and Dallas. Trying to anyway. goofballs. Yeah, it's It's pretty boring this year. Yeah, I mean, there was a there was a... The, the most intriguing thing that happened last episode is Amari Cooper um, used Diggs when Diggs said he wasn't going to let him get a catch the whole practice. And you know that he was talking trash the whole time and they edited it out. And when Cooper was walking off the field, he even apologized to the camera saying, I apologize. I don't usually talk like that. So, you know, he was destroying Diggs. It would have been entertaining TV. And Jerry Jones probably edited it out because, you know, the Cowboys have, you know, last right to edit. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Cowboys, hard knocks. What a waste of time. Hmm. So I like the Eagles at plus 625. Um, I just think it's good value there. You can't go wrong. What do you think? I mean, if I had to take a team there, I would take Washington. Um, I really like Fitzpatrick there. Um, And I really think it comes down. It's going to be between Washington and Dallas. And you know, I was big on Washington last year. I had them win in the division. Um, And we were playing them a lot in our podcast and making picks uh, towards the end of the season. So, and I like Fitzpatrick. It's just, you know, I really do firmly believe in this. Nobody wins it back to back. So anyway, let's go to the South because that's another pick that probably I like the the most, which is also where I'm going is the fourth ranked team is Carolina. Uh, right now I see it that they're at plus 950. And um, I just like Carolina and Sam Darnold. I think the, have a chance to get a quarterback in that system. I'm, I'm, I'm probably overconfident in the receivers. Um, I really like the receivers that they have. And with CMC coming back, um, it's just going to open up everything for Darnold. And, you know, I'm just a big believer that the Jets are a failed franchise, at least, you know, they might be getting better, but when Darnold was there, you know, he's thrown from his back foot all the time. Um, had no. Well, he had Adam Gase as his coach. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that says everything. Have a shot in hell at being successful. So well, this is definitely his chance. You know, he's in a great coaching staff, an up and coming coaching staff that's done nothing but impress uh, since they've come together at Carolina. So, 
I like the Panthers this year, big time. I like them uh, to win that division. And I think at 950, you got to take them. I think it's a bit of a stretch, especially with Tom Brady in this division, but okay. Well, I like them to hit the wild card. Um, An easy schedule there too. I mean, I don't have much to say there. I think the division winner is going to be Tampa, but I'm not going to touch it at minus 240. So, What about the West? That's the only other division I was really looking at. Um, well, my thing cut off the West. <laughs> well, the West is intriguing because it's um, the most evenly spread out division. From oh, that's the, the Rams, the Seahawks. Yeah, the, the Niners are actually favored plus 195. Yeah, see, I wouldn't touch that because that, that's the like best division in football right there. And I think all like, well, three of the four teams have a legitimate chance. Yeah. I mean, I like the Rams. I like Arizona. Arizona is the fourth best team. My trend is the f- looking at the fourth best odds in the division. I like I like Arizona's chances. This I mean, year I like too. I might like Arizona if they were in a different division, but yeah. I don't like them there. That's a tough one. I think you know you just kind of the roller coaster. Arizona finished you know behind these teams last year. I think that they are big on some of the changes that they've made and some of the, the adjustments. So with Lamar um, getting stronger, Who's hopefully Lamar? each year. You mean Murray? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. And then the only other division would be the NFC North. Packers. Kyler Mary. Packers, Vikings. <laughs> Kyler Mary. There's running quarterbacks that are all the same. Um, Packers, Vikings, Bears, Lions. So, I mean, I, I again, I feel like the safe bet is the Packers there. Yeah, I don't really like the division. Yeah. The division kind I mean, of I, I, too. The odds wise, I'm looking at the Bears, but I can't pull the trigger on the Bears. No, there's no way. Um, I don't know if Fields is starting game one, but I've seen him rank number one on some of the depth charts. So you got to figure that they're going to struggle a little bit, but he has a lot of talent. All right. So that takes care of that. So moving on to win totals. So what are you looking at? Oh, and I guess a- we should mention at some point that there are 17 games this year. Yeah, as seven. opposed to that's 16. A, that's one thing you have to keep in mind when you're doing these because if the numbers look a little high, it's because there's an extra game in there, right? So when you're looking at win totals, uh, when you're looking at receiving yards and touchdowns from a prop bet perspective, keep that in mind. Um, find my thing here. So I'll let you start. I'm trying to find my sheet. Well, personally, I have I have um eight eight teams that I like from a over under win total. Four of them are unders, four of them are overs. And if I break them down into a category, like four of them are like five-star picks or from a confidence perspective, and then the other four are four-star picks. So I'll I'll just do this from mine if you want me to just run through my totals and then you can go. Um, I'll start with the ones I like the most first. So... Again, we're talking win totals here for the regular season. There's 17 possible wins that you can get in the regular season. The first one I like is the Los Angeles Rams. We were just talking about them. There's 10 and a half is the number I have. I like the over on the Rams. Um, I definitely think they're going to get to like 12, 13 wins this year. Um, the Dallas Cowboys have a win total of nine. I like the under on the Cowboys. That's a five star as well. So these are the five-star picks. Um, I like the Carolina Panthers. We were just talking a little bit about them. Seven and a half is the win total. I think they go over seven and a half with the addition of Darnold. I just think that he has that team in the playoffs. 
and you're going to need more than seven and a half to get into the playoffs. Um, and then the last one from a strength perspective is the Cincinnati Bengals. Their total is six and a half. I like the under on the Bengals. They really struggled in the preseason getting this young talent together and cohesive. Um, so I think they're going to struggle the entire season. And I think six and a half wins is is just too much there. Um, so real quick, I'll just go through the ones that are really the four stars. Um, I like the Baltimore Ravens under at 11. I like the Washington football. Actually, it's the Arizona Cardinals um, over at eight and a half. Again, I think they'll get in the playoffs and you need more than eight and a half wins to get in the playoffs. So I like Arizona in the West. Um, I like the Je- the Jacksonville Jaguars under at six and a half. I think they're going to struggle uh, with the young quarterback there. And I don't think they did much to upgrade their roster um, other than the first couple of really high picks that they had in the draft. And then your Philadelphia Eagles at six and a half. I'm going to go oh over God. the win total of six of and a half. Of course you are. Um, I think at worst, they're an eight and a nine team this year. At best. You know. 10 and 7. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going right at the middle of the road. Well, that's over six and a half. You shouldn't struggle to get there. You know, really, what will happen with the Eagles is they'll be, they only have a handful of wins going into the final month of the season. They play everybody in the division. Uh, like five out of the last six games are against the division opponents. And that's where they'll rack, you know, at least four wins up. Hmm. How many division wins did they have last year? None. <clears throat> they didn't win many games. <laughs> they didn't um, beat the Redskins. No, they lost twice to them, right? Yeah. Um, First week of the season, the last week of the season, they took a lot of heat for that one from the Giants. <laughs> Can't blame them. Um, All right, so over to you. Those are my picks. Eight of them. Bet them. <laughs> They're winners. Um. All right. Well, I will just run through mine. I don't have mine starred by um, like five star, four star. I just have. All right. Just so run through and I'll peel out anything where we agree. I don't know if there is anything. Okay. Um, I have the Kansas City Chiefs over 12 and a half. Um, Bucks over 12. Um, the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not a big like fan of theirs, but they have a very easy schedule this year. And at 10 and a half, assuming they stay healthy, I think they could get there. Packers over 10, um, Titans over nine. And I was actually going to take the over on the Bengals, but they actually have a very difficult schedule this year um, with a lot of tough defenses. So I think I'm not going to touch that one. I didn't really talk about the Titans, but I clearly like the Titans. Um, So I'm with you there. The under on the Lions and the Texans, four and a half and four. Um, and I'm curious about the Falcons. I kind of want to go under on that seven and a half. Yeah, I know how you feel. Huh? I know how you feel. They probably struggle. Yeah, I don't think there's much like positive going on there. You can't really have too much confidence in Matt Ryan, can you? And this is probably when a lot of I feel up, like he kind like of season. Is yeah, he's just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, I mean, um, last year you thought he'd have some fight. It's almost like he didn't recover. He's never really recovered yeah. from the second well, half was, of that Super Bowl. Yeah, that was kind of his chance, I think. And they blew it. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, but they have the new coach in there coming from Tennessee. And I just don't think he's – like, his system is not going to be a good fit there. Um, 
Why is that? Well, With because the players that they have. Yeah, I mean, his approach in Tennessee was like run Derrick Henry and then uh, Tannehill play action off of that. Like they don't have a good line. They don't have like a real running back. And I don't know that Matt Ryan is the like play action quarterback. So I just don't see that system working out there very well. Although they did get rid of Dan Quinn and that's an upgrade. So horrible. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, and I just, I don't really think Matt Ryan's like too invested and they lost Julio Jones. I don't think Calvin Ridley is going to do as well without Julio on the field. Um, And interesting notes, Arthur Smith, who is the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons is the son of the owner of FedEx or the founder of FedEx. (laughs) Nepotism. That doesn't have disaster written all over it. Well, how is that nepotism? Well, he owns FedEx. Of how much money they probably they have got like a ton of money into the Atlanta Falcons. No, I don't know. And blank for blank's buddies, boom. But who owns you know, Home Depot? Owned Home Depot. I don't know. If my dad was like the owner of FedEx, I wouldn't be. A, oh, we'll see. I, I wouldn't be much of anything. They got pissed, you know. I like that kid. Hopefully, um, he turns out to be a fantasy stud. But cheering for the Philly guy. All right, so that's win totals. Um. So player props. All right, take it away. Well, would, do you want to go like positional? Yeah, why don't we just keep it quarterbacks and we'll go receivers and then running backs. Okay. <clears throat> um, all right, we'll start with quarterbacks. So we're basically talking quarterbacks. I don't know. I'm literally looking at it from two types of props. Uh, over-unders on touchdown passes and over-under on receiving yards or passing yards. Is that what you're looking at too? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so I have Aaron Rodgers over passing touchdowns. That's 35 and a half. Um, last year he had, you're just making this up as you go or what? What's... No, I was trying to figure out my notes that I wrote down. I got myself confused. Can't read your own handwriting? I can't figure out what I um. Especially. Well, I didn't write the number down on the yardage. You're the one with the good handwriting. Um, so he had 48 touchdowns last year. I think it's gonna be like a similar season. Like I think he's still pissed off. I think he's still gonna come out he's like guns blazing. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like funny to me, but time. I guess so. So yeah, now he's got Randall Cobb and uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, maybe I need to reevaluate my um, picks on Devontae Adams, though. Forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and then I also have Matt Stafford over 29 and a half touchdowns. Um, he had 26 last year um, in Detroit. So with an extra game and the move to LA, I think he can definitely get 30. Stafford, what you have 30 as the over under? 29.5. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I like Stafford, too. I have him down as one of my best plays. Um, you know, Deshaun Jackson is in at the Rams. He's. I'm going to get into that. It's one of my prop pets for later, but um, he's actually listed as the fourth receiver. But they, have a lot of, they have a lot of weapons with Higby, Woods at receiver. Higby's a tight end, obviously. Cooper Cup. Um, I don't think Deshaun's really going to amount to much because he can't stay on the field, but they we also have Van so. Jefferson there. No, I'm I mean, not really confident. I think if he stays on the field, he definitely could be. Yeah, I mean, he's getting old. I don't see how those hamstrings, he really hasn't even played in the last two years. Um, 
when he did get on the field, he looked good. I mean, he got behind the Dallas secondary, not like everybody that played receiver last year that played against Dallas didn't get behind their secondary, but he was still able to show that uh, world-class track speed that he has. But I don't, I'm not really – I'm looking at Van Jefferson after him. I think this kid has a lot of speed and a lot of talent, and that's the guy who I would look to have a breakout season more than Deshaun Jackson. But anyway, Matthew Stafford should be the benefit of all that speed, and uh, I like the over and touchdowns there too. It's one of my okay. top plays. All right, you got anything else? I like Kyler Murray. I have 26 touchdowns. He's had like 20 uh, and 24 the last two seasons. So I see him progressing to at least 28 touchdowns uh, passing. Um, they brought in A.J. Green. You keep uh, talking about A.J. Green. Yeah, I, lo- I mean, I, lo- I think it's... I might no- have to I edit think these parts of the podcast out. A.J. Green is notable because he is once he one is. of the best receivers in the league, if not top, you know, top three. Not that he's going to be... You think Deshaun Jackson's watching? What I really think is that at least it'll create more uh, coverage for Rondale Moore to kind of break out and have a have a good season. But you have DeAndre Hopkins as the number one there. How can you not love him? I see Kyler Murray going over twenty six touchdowns. So just throw it out there. We talked about Sam Darnold. His number's low at twenty three. I think uh, that's an easy one to take over there. I really like that. Tannehill at thirty. He's got a lot of weapons. Josh Reynolds from the Rams is over there. He had 52 receptions and 618 yards last year. Um, so he comes in as the third with Julio Jones, obviously, and A.J. Brown. Julio Jones, the acquisition from Atlanta. Um, what kind of, if he can stay healthy, what kind of space is going to be on the field for Travis Henry to run through and Tannehill to set up the play action? So Excuse over 30 me. touchdowns. I love it. It's Derek. Yeah, Derek Henry. Sorry. Uh, the only other one I had, Fitzpatrick, which you're probably not going to agree with, but his his number is 23 and a half. I like the under on Fitzpatrick. Can I just you... can't see him getting staying healthy throughout the full season. I do like it. Uh, Why would you say you younger. can't see him staying healthy? I just think he's going to have a problem. He's going to get hit. It's probably the one. The offensive line is not that great in Washington. Their defensive line is outstanding. Uh, but we'll see what happens if they can keep Fitzpatrick upright. What did you say the, the number was on him? 23 and a half is what I have. No, oh, I love the over on that. I think it's one of those that's like begging you to take it and take the under when it's saying that. Well, so I mean, I the problem with all of these fits. is if somebody gets hurt, then that's. Well, that's one thing. You look at these old quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Part of that is playing. If you think there's an injury coming, look at the injury history. Somebody like But he Fitz, doesn't have an injury history. <clears throat> Fitzpatrick's been banged up and been out of games plenty over his career. Really? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's definitely been banged up uh, when he played for Buffalo. He's a strong and guy and, you know, he's a gamer, but I don't see him over 23 and a half touchdowns. Well, I guess he hasn't played a full season. They got a lot of weapons in a long time, but I think by the end of the season could be another quarterback getting those points. All right. You got anything else? A quarterback? That's it. All right. Wide receiver. Oh no. Uh, Running back. So, I mean, you know where I'm going to go here. Did you know that Derrick Henry last year had 2,027 yards, and that was 500 more yards than the next closest running back, who was Dalvin Cook? Wow, that's domination. Um, And he also had 17 touchdowns to lead the league. What do you like, the over touchdowns, over yardage? Yeah, I like the over um, on the... Well, you can bet him to be the rushing leader um, at plus 400. 
and the rushing touchdown leader at plus 400, which it's also notable that a player like Henry, who rushes, runs the ball more because you're going to have players like even Dalvin Cook, like Alvin Kamara, a lot of theirs, it's going to be a mix of both um, receiving and rushing. But with Henry, you're getting mostly just rushing. So I like that a lot. Um, What else you got? I have Jonathan Taylor under 1,200 yards, 1,200.5 yards. Seems like a big number, doesn't it? 1,200? It does. And... I still don't know that he's locked into the starting job. I think they're going to rotate the backs a little bit. Um, and just well, with who Mac Mac, Mac could, is back. Uh, steal some carries for sure. And then they have those other two guys, um, Hines and yeah, Hines had some productive. I can't think of the year. other guy's name, but um, I think if all the backs are healthy though, Jonathan Taylor's getting the rock. He also had some fumbling issues. It's a lot of, it's a, it's a high total. You also, this is where you kind of, have to keep in mind there's an and extra the, game in season. Well, and then there's the whole Carson Wentz thing. Because, I mean, if Frank Reich is the Carson Wentz whisperer and things go lovely down there in Indy, then maybe he gets over that. But if not, then I think um, that they could, uh, like opposing teams could load the box up and try to stop Taylor and force Carson Wentz to air it out. See, to me as a diehard Eagles fan, I, it's the question isn't for me is – Frank Reich, the Carson Wentz whisperer. That's a fact. He is. Well, is he or it's, was he the he Nick Foles whisperer? Can he keep? He was both. Whatever translated, those guys are very similar. Um, but what they were able to do was really build the offense around the team because they weren't doing a lot of run pass options with uh, Wentz. They really put a lot of those RPOs in when um, Nick Foles came in and really for the playoffs going out. But I digress. I really do think it's not whether he's the whor- the Wentz whisperer or not. He definitely is. Well, then um, you have to worry about does Wentz stay injury. healthy? It's the injury. I mean, he hasn't even. He's st- got the injury bug. He hasn't stayed healthy for. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't uh, even gotten into season. the regular season yet. And he's already been hurt. And the problem with that guy is that he'll be hurt and like, you know, we should probably just get treated and it'll be good the next week. He'll just keep going and get keep getting banged up until he can't stand anymore. Well, but and do you and think like with this, what is it, his foot? Yeah, that's not like, his foot. I mean, they said he's going to be ready for week one. Yeah, but when it first happened, it was like he's going to be out for like at least like a couple weeks. And then all of a sudden, oh, he might be ready for week one. Like, is it a good idea to rush him back if it's not? Plus, he's starting he's starting his career in a new city. And all they want to do is rush him out of town because he doesn't have the COVID vaccine. I mean, he's got a lot going on in his head. I don't know how good he's going to be. But maybe it'll be like an escape from all the turmoil things that are going on and when he gets it on that football field, it translates with Frank Reich into touchdowns. Well, I can't wait to see. I know. Say what you want about Carson Wentz. I personally, this is what makes the NFL so great. I can't wait to see how it unfolds, good or bad. You know, I have a lot of reasons, you know, to hope that he does well so that the Eagles get a better draft pick. So it's kind of genius how that trade tied in. We're all cheering for Carson Wentz. I hope he does well. No, I'm not cheering for him. I just can't wait to see. You're not an Eagles fan. Um, All right. And then I have Austin Eckler at over 825.5 yards. Love Eckler. It seems low. Is it combined? No, that's rushing. 
Yeah, well, he's got some competition there too. I mean, they're, they're going to steal some Justin Jefferson or uh, is it uh, Justin James, the running back there. Oh, my, his name is uh, not on the tip of my top. Right on the tip. Guy that was there before, or somebody new. Um, the guy that was there last year. Oh, like Justin Jackson or something. Yeah, Justin Jackson. Um, um, so who knows if they start stealing carries and spread the ball around a little bit? But I, I like him this year. But that's not a guy to have to talk about. But I, I, I think it's a good pick. Okay. Well, who do you have to talk about, dear? Well, I don't have much. I mean, really, I like the a lot of it didn't jump out to me. But from a running back perspective, strictly running back, I like Najee Harris uh, from Pittsburgh. I think he's he's going to be one of those rare occasions where the the running back goes in and just starts ripping it up from the beginning. He should get all the carries in Pittsburgh. His over under yard total is one thousand twenty five and a half. Seems so a little I, high for like a rookie. It is a little high too, but there's a reason why it's high. I think you take it and you just go with it and. You know, it's about a thousand yards for a rookie rusher. The only other one I want to talk about, he's not even it's rushing yards, but he's not a running back, is Jalen Hurts. Uh his over under six hundred and fifty yards rushing. And, How much? Uh, six hundred and fifty yards. Hmm. So he's he's That's gonna have high. A, <clears throat> well, he's gonna have a couple hundred yard rushing games. He can run, he's pretty good. Really? If he stays if if he plays all seventeen games, I I think he's I think clearly that's... in the seven to eight hundred yard range yeah. uh, when it's all said and done. All right. If you say so. Yeah, making faces over there. My there. Pick. Even like, like Jalen Hurts. Lamar too. Jackson had 828 rushing yards. Last year. Ah, he's a bomb. So, I mean, I don't know. I like it. I it's think, a homer take. Well, I think as you know, Jalen Hurts is still going to struggle a little bit recognizing defenses and he's going to get forced in the position where um, he's going to take off with the ball. And I like the speed of the receivers that are outside. They have a ton of speed, which are going to drag the coverage deep and allow that under area uh, where they run the coverage out of to be wide open for these 10 to 15 yard clips. He showed that's the one thing he really did well last year in the short time that he played. Okay. All right. Do you have anything else at running back? That's it. All right. So then we can move over to receivers. Yeah. I mean, really, I had a, a couple of things I want to talk about. I'll just stick with touchdowns and tell me if you have anybody for touchdowns. But I have two guys that I'm looking at. One is Russell Gage in Atlanta. He's going to be the number two slot. His number seems low at four. Um, I think what he is easily this? touchdowns. Uh, yeah, wide receiver touchdowns. Yeah. So I have Russell Gage at four touchdowns. I would take over. And I like Tyreek Hill to get at least 10 touchdowns. It, his number right now is at nine and a half. I like the overall Tyreek Hill. Okay. He had 15 last year. Do you have anybody on touchdowns? Um, well, I had Devontae Adams as the touchdown leader. Um, you get good odds on those, plus 850. Um. He led by three last year. Although the Randall Cobb thing kind of, I forgot about him. So he could vulture a couple touchdowns. Um, Adams over 11.5 touchdowns. I have, and this is like an injury thing. Brandon Cooks under 900.5 yards. And I love that one because he will not play the full season. What team's he on this year? Houston. Oh, yeah. So, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's always like hurt or has a concussion. So I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. Um, and then I have Mike Evans under 
1,050.5 yards. Oh, uh, you're jumping the yardage now? Well, okay. that's just what I yeah, have. Yeah, go for it. Um, I have Calvin. Just making sure we're clear. Calvin Ridley under 1,375.5 and C.D. Lamb over 1,100.5. C.D. Lamb's the one spot that I'm looking at in Dallas to, to do well. I mean, I think Cooper will do well, but he's going to get a lot of the coverage rolled to him. So C.D. Lamb should have some space out there. I and that have, one, I couldn't find it, but I I had that on my thing earlier. Darnell Moore, Mooney? Yeah. Yeah, Darnell Mooney's a Chicago Bears receiver. Because his prop was is lower than what he had last year, and he only started in week eight. So his numbers from last year are based on half a season. Now, obviously, you yeah. got the like, quarterback like, you got Justin thing Fields there. But, the, you know, but I mean, who did he so. have last year? Trevinsky and Foles. So. He can throw the ball. That's not well, he's 700 yards this year, 700 and a half. Yeah. So I like the over there. Uh, regardless of the quarterback situation, I think 700 should be good for the season. I, I also really like Robert Woods sticking with the Rams and the philosophy that Matthew Stafford's going to have an MVP type season. I really like Deshaun Jackson there. And Which, I'm by the way, I'm going to throw this bonus in there. Um, I don't think I brought it. I probably left it downstairs, but I like uh, NFL MVP Matthew Stafford. There's some pretty good odds there. Mm. Um, so take a look at that. Let's see if I wrote that down somewhere. What exactly the odds were. I like Matthew Stafford, uh, NFL MVP. I think it was like eight, eight, 10 to 1 maybe for him. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Talking receivers. <laughs> talking receivers, right? There you go. Yep. Um, so the other two I was going to give you were unders. Um. Jalen Rieger is at 675, 675 yards and a half. Jalen Rieger does not get near. He doesn't sniff near 700 yards receiving this year. Trust me. This guy's a joke. Um, and Deshaun Jackson, we were talking, we alluded to him earlier. I couldn't find one on the him podcast. either. I got one for 550 yards. The problem half. with him is the injury thing. But I think if he stays That's healthy. That's why you go under. <laughs> well, I don't if, know. If, I kind of feel like with Deshaun Jackson, there's a little bit of like a motivation factor with his injuries. Because when he is injured, like it's never like part of the play. The one like, thing is he's coming home. He's but home I don't think home. like he had chemistry with Carson Wentz. And I don't think he was just like, fuck it. Donovan McNabb, he had chemistry I with. think, well, yeah. And I think like when even with Fitzpatrick when they well, were in um, he, Tampa. Listen, if Deshaun Jackson could play, let's say, in... 15 games healthy. He might have 2,000 yards receiving with this offense. I mean, the, the first four games the ball, of 2018, when he played with Fitzpatrick, he had 450 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, he just can't stay healthy. I mean, I'm telling you, there's going to be a lot of space to run with and then James came in and Stafford at quarterback. So I think if he has chemistry with not, Stafford, he I might think, have the motivation factor to stay out there and... I think Strictly an injury play. But we'll see what happens. Strictly an injury play. All right. So do you have anything else you would like to add? Any final thoughts? No, I'm good. I mean, this is our second episode of the year, right? Uh, we'll come to you before the start of Sunday's games next week. Uh, so it'll be sometime between Tampa Bay and Dallas who are kicking the season off on Thursday. Do you have any thoughts on that game while we're at it? Uh, yeah, I really think that... Uh, Tampa's going to smoke them. Do you? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's the line? Uh, well, it moved up to like seven and a half. Yeah, they're going to destroy Dallas. Dallas is 
Dallas, uh, the the word is Martin. Their their yeah, guard he's out because of COVID. Out of COVID. Uh, so there's not going to be a lot of room to run. That defensive line is stout and difficult to run on in the first place. And I think they're just going to look to have a bit, continue the celebration from last year's Super Bowl. And I would lay I would I would lay it up on Tampa Bay. All right. Um, all right. Yeah. So I'm excited. Week one. Is yeah, so we'll come upon back with, with our picks point. for week one. Um, mm-hmm. So remember to like, subscribe, feel free to comment, good or bad. Yeah, comment if there's we, anything that you topic, like a player or a team criticism. you want us to, well, if there's a player or a team that you want us to talk about and incorporate into the podcast, drop a line. Suggestions. Yeah. And uh, definitely any constructive criticism, bring it our way. All right. Remember, we're not professionals. Peace out.